0: Coming up on The Potter's Touch.
1: Life is pressure. Look at how many people you got looking to you. Age is pressure. And then count how many you got given to you. Love is pressure. When you are feeding more than people are feeding you, it creates pressure.
2: Jakes Coleman and you are watching The Potter's Touch. When the Lord is taking us through a crushing experience, we typically focus on the pain, the discomfort, and basically the inconvenience it brings. But today, my father is going to show us how to take our minds off of the pressure that we face and focus on the power of God. Take a look.
1: In my text this morning, We are dealing with the Apostle Paul. He is the epitome of strength. He is a bulwark of faith. Up under his ministry, he has begun to evangelize the final frontiers of Christianity. Having approached the Jews and them largely rejecting him, and even those that accepted the other apostles were beginning to apostatize. He had found a fruitful place Of evangelizing the Gentiles his ministry was booming because they that are not sick don't need a physician but it was booming in the refuse of human pain he was flourishing in places of idolatry bigotry sexual immorality his message was well received by broken people who accepted his message but were hard to lead They followed him on broken legs. And when your followers are crippled, you can feel the weight of every addition that connects with you. Oh my God. The Apostle Paul was eloquent of speech. He was intellectually fluent. He was intelligent. He was articulate. He was well-spoken. He was respected. As a sage in his age, philosophically astute, he ran around with other thinkers of his era and was respected for his intellectual depth. And yet, in spite of his intellectual depth and his spiritual prowess being so strong that he could stop speaking and walk down the steps and raise a man from the dead and never lose his thought. He is not a wimp. Don't think he's a wimp. He was stoned at Lystra, left for dead. He had been attacked by serpents. He had withstood the jail cells and came out. But he said, I finally came to something that was beyond my weight load. I don't care how strong you are, I don't care how tough you are. I don't care how intelligent you are. I don't care how resourceful you are. Sooner or later, you will run into something for which you have not been rated. On the job, when, when you deal with certain types of pipes and certain types of hoses that have a PSI rating, it is the pounds per square inch, how much pressure that thing can hold. And if you add more pressure then the PSI is on the object, boom, it will burst because of pressure. All of us have been rated for a certain amount of pressure. Oh, he ain't got no Bible for that. Well, why do you keep saying that the Lord won't put more on you than what you can bear? The very fact that there is a limit to what you can bear is an admission that there is a weight load that is too much for you. There is a weight load that is too much. And when it is too much, when it is too much, that's when we really want other people to help us with the load. That's when we desperately want somebody to lift this up off of me. And most of the time we reach out to them because we have pressure beyond our PSI. And when they disappoint us, it is not the agony of living without them. It is the agony of going back to a weight load I must bear alone. Might have been how Jesus felt when he went to the Garden of Gethsemane. Come on and go with me. This is too much for me. Wilt thou watch with me for one hour? How many of you have ever been disappointed because the people you were counting on to watch with you walked off and left you holding the bag and you wouldn't have minded holding the bag but the bag was too heavy and the pressures were too great and you can't open up to anybody and I I defy you to tell me that you're so spiritual you can't relate Because if you got spiritual, you got spiritual from reading the Word of God. And here's a guy who wrote it. If the guy who wrote it says life almost killed me, you can't tell me that the guy who read it can say nothing bothers me. If Jesus who died for your sins got a weight load so heavy that he begged three disciples to wake up and go through this with me. and fell asleep on him. Then you're not gonna tell me that your heart doesn't ache when people fall asleep and leave you carrying weight beyond your weight load. He says, I was pressed above measure. I had more pressure on me than I could count. You'd be surprised at the people in this room who have more pressure on them than they can count. They're smiling. Good morning. Praise the Lord, how are you today? Oh, you look nice and blue. That's a lovely color on you, I love your tie. And nobody knows at the top of your head is about to come off because you are up under pressure. Life is pressure. Age is pressure. Love is pressure. We keep asking for stuff, and stuff is pressure. Oh, I want children, Jesus. I want everybody to touch and agree with me that I can have a baby, Lord. Never understanding that a baby is pressure. I want to be married by the time I'm 30. You want a husband, but you don't realize that having a man is... Oh, uh, y'all are gonna talk to me. Don't even get me started on. I'm not even gonna say nothing about it. I'm just, I'm just gonna leave it alone. I wanna be the CEO of the company, never understanding that more power is more pressure. And all of a sudden, without ever stopping to measure. You never measure. It's like me telling my wife I'm tired. We have the funniest conversation because tired is always a shock to me. Just not supposed to be tired. And I said, honey, I'm tired. And she said, I guess you are. (laughs) And then she starts telling me what all I've been doing. That I didn't realize that I was doing as much as I was doing. Because when you're a doer, you don't measure. You just do what's gotta be done. And you never take an account that you kept taking on more and more and more and more without letting things go. I'm just now learning to just say no. In fact, the reason the apostle Paul was writing Corinth is because they were angry because he wasn't coming. And he wrote them a letter to to adjust their expectation to the reality that even though I'm your leader, I've been going through something.
2: Here's to a new start, right?
1: Hey son, big fast.
0: Spend a relaxing, intentional week on the Faith and Family Cruise with the ones you love.
1: and I need that and you're gonna need this and you gotta do this and you gotta do that. How many people are giving as much as they are taking? And you are up under pressure. And then there is the pressure that comes from the guilt of being under pressure. The the guilt of being inadequate. Of not being enough for all you took on, the guilt from being tired the guilt from being empty the guilt of being beyond strength in the original language it is ec dunamis, out of power I don't have no more I don't have no more don't call me I ain't got no more I don't have no more I don't have no more See, as an encourager, my, my, I know when I preach my best stuff, because when I preach my best stuff and you go home encouraged, I go home discouraged. And the deeper the discouragement, the better the message was. Because the courage that I had, I gave it to you. So you got encouraged but then the virtue goes out of me. You remember when Jesus said, who touched me? The virtue goes out of the giver. The virtue goes out of the giver, not the receiver. So when you are a giver, after you have given, there is a depletion that is inherent in being a giver that you have to absorb the collateral damage of always being available to other people. Can I I drop some real stuff on you this morning? So the more opulent, effusive, effective somebody is, the more empty they become. See? My Jeep, it's full of gas right now. My Jeep is full of gas right now. You know why it's full? Nobody drove it this week. The more you drive it, the emptier it gets. If you've been drove hard, you're empty. And the problem with you is you know how to work better than you know how to cry for help. and literally burn up around people who love you. It's not that they don't love you, but they would never imagine that the apostle could be tired, not mama. Mama could that's just how mama is. Mama just like, you know how mama is. She just, see when you're good at whatever you do, one of the ways you know you're good is when people take you for granted. Ah, oh, I better stop. Let me stop this. <slbell großen noise> so when when when, 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 when. When, 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 when. when, Come here, come here, come here. Come here, come here. Come here, come here, come here. Come here, son. Come here, come here, come here. Come here. Now, Peter, up. James, John. I need you. I'm going through something. All through the rest of the Bible, you needed me. I healed you, I blessed you, I taught you, I fed you, I protected you, I made a way for you. This is one time I need you. I'm, I'm going through something, man. Come on, go with me. Watch with me one hour. I need you, you got my back, I need you to cover me. I need you to cover me. I'm going through something. I'm pressed above measure. I'm going to the Garden of Gethsemane and I carried you because because we got covenant and I figure reciprocity that if I give it to you, surely out of all the disciples, I took you everywhere. I did everything with you. If I can't count on nobody else, I know I got, I know I got, I know I got, You, I didn't take Andrew or Bartholomew or none of them. I brought you with me because I took you places I didn't take nobody. I took you on the Mount of Transfiguration. I did all kinds of stuff for you. I knew I could count on you. And the truth of the matter is, when you get to the Garden of Gethsemane, you got to go alone. Gethsemane was the place where olives grew. Its name means the place of pressing. Under pressure, people you thought would never forsake you. People you had a right to expect to be there will turn around and get selfish and say, I'm sleeping. So y'all just be sleep over there. They're sleep, all three of them sleep. They're sleep to my crisis. They're sleep to my need. They're sleep to my circumstances. They're sleep to my humanity. They was awake for my deity, but they're sleep on my humanity. They was awake when I was walking on water, but they're sleep when I really need them. Oh, I'm a preacher sing today. They were awake when I was raising the dead. But when I'm vulnerable myself, they are asleep. So I come to the garden. Alone. And the garden is the place suppressing. And when God gets ready to press on you, he will press on you alone. The, the pressure Got so great that Jesus had to pray three times. Now, if Jesus had to pray three times, you know good and well you can't deal with this without prayer. Father, if it be thy will, pass this bitter cup from me. Father, if it be thy will, pass this. I just don't wanna go through this. I'm tired. I don't wanna go through no more. I'm tired. I don't wanna hurt anymore. I'm tired. I don't wanna be humiliated anymore. They, they're they're gonna strip me naked. I don't wanna go through it. They're, they're gonna crucify me. I don't wanna go through it. I've done enough. I heal people. I help people. I don't wanna put my pain on public display. I don't want to show them my humanity. I didn't complain when you asked me to show them my deity, but now you're going to strip me and show my humanity. Father, if it be thy will, pass. Don't let them see that I don't have it all together. Don't let them see that I don't have it all together. And so he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. And Gethsemane is the place of pressing. And they called it the place of pressing because it was there that they turned the olives into olive oil. It was there that they crushed the olive to get the oil out. The only way to get the oil out of the olive was to press it for every person in this room who's ever had anybody fall asleep on them who's ever poured more into people than you got back out of them, who's been working at a deficit, who's been at your burning the candle at both ends, my mother would say, and everybody you thought you could count on has forsaken you. I want you to know that when the pressing is over, the oil is going to flow. There is a glory, thank you. There is a glory, there is a glory, there is a glory, there is a glory, there is a glory that comes out of the pressure There is a power that comes out of the pressure. There is a wisdom that comes up out of the pressure. There is a strength that comes up out of the pressure. There is a deliverance that comes out of the pressure. David said, no man cared for my soul. They care for my talent. They care for my money. They care for my work ethic or whatever it is people care for you for. But do you care? For my soul. Carest thou not that we perish? Carest thou not sending me all these hearts and kisses and writing me notes and writing on your fan page and following you. Carest thou not? I'm speaking for somebody who is secretly suffering and wondering, does anybody care? And I want to minister to you Some of you are so stressed out. You can't see the forest for the trees. You can't see what's right for talking about what's wrong. And you've played that movie over and over and over again. But this morning, God wants to cast it down. I want to make a passionate plea for people who are pressed above measure and beyond strength. And some of you have despaired of life itself. You stop living and you don't even know when you stop living. You just existed, going through the motions. We might have a robot driving your car. We could have put a can of green beans in that suit. You're not even in there. You're not even there. You respond upon command, your creativity has withered, your enthusiasm has withered, your house is haunted by ghosts in the past or anxious about fears of the future. Either way, you are pressed. And you came to church this morning, you didn't come because you had a new dress. You didn't come because you had a pretty necklace you wanted everybody to see. You didn't come because you had a brand new red tie you wanted to wear with a white suit. You came because you were hoping that the man of God would say something. Just something. Just something. I don't care what I got on, I don't care what I look like, I don't care where I sit, I don't care about anything. I'm just trying to find something to help me with the pressure. If I'm talking to you, if I'm talking to you, before you flip out, before you blow up, before you show out, before you lose the real over the imagination, have the courage to stand to your feet as a sign preacher. You're talking right to me this morning. You're talking right to me. You're talking right to me. You're talking right to me. When I scream, it makes no noise. Have you ever had one of those dreams where where, when you punch, you have no power? And you're fighting, but you can't get your power out? And when you scream, you have no voice? If you've been screaming, but you had no voice, stand up on your feet. If there are moments in your life you wanted out of your own life, if you could get out of your own life, you get out of it and start it all over again.
2: I knew you were going to be blessed by today's message. If you seek God and trust Him through your crushing, you will experience a release of God's power that will revolutionize your life. So take your focus off of the pain and instead begin praising God for the prosperity this season will produce. Speaking of producing great things, I want to take a moment to appreciate all of you who have become members of our global partner systems. Because of you, souls are being won and lives are being changed here in the U.S. and around the world. If you haven't joined yet, I want to invite you to do it right now. Just grab your phone, text the letters GPS and any amount to 28950. Thank you and bless you in advance.
0: Where you see pressure, God sees your prosperity, potential and purpose.
1: Life is pressure. Love is pressure.
0: For your gift to the ministry of any amount, you will receive Bishop Jake's inspirational message Pressured on CD and the bonus Prayer for Peace five card set.
1: I don't care how tough you are, I don't care how intelligent you are, I don't care how resourceful you are, sooner or later you will run into something for which you have not been rated.
0: And when your gift is $90 or more, we will add Bishop's Breakthrough Collection that includes three DVDs and a Breakthrough Tumbler.
1: There is a wisdom that comes up out of the pressure, there is a strength that comes up out of the pressure, there is a deliverance that comes out of the pressure!
0: Learn how God uses pressure to accomplish His purpose in your life. If in Canada, visit us online or call to order your digital downloads today.
2: Thank you for thinking about people like us, whether we're big or small, and just having the desire to teach us and make us better.
0: Thank you for trusting God. Trusting God and pushing
2: forward. Thank you, thank you, thank you. (laughs) Thank you is all I can say.
1: You are not in the room where changes are occurring you are stuck in the yard where consequences are received